0: Good morning, online West Liberty. It was a good Sunday as several people from West Liberty was able to get back together and actually worship together this morning. I believe the count was 54 people, but we stayed a distance apart. You saw Patreon, Facebook, if you have Facebook. And it was just a nice to be able to get back together and see faces once again. But I wanna to try to keep doing this for those who can't make it, and even in the future, for those who wanna continue watching, and I very much appreciate that. But this morning, I want to look at the last part of what we've been talking about, this peace that surpasses all understanding that Colossians talks about. We've talked about being united, even though separated, and trying to live at peace, even in this time of the virus and all the different things that we don't understand, uh, living at peace in a not-so-peaceful world, and something that's hard to do. So let me ask this question as we get started. Do we really truly find this peace that surpasses all understanding that Paul talks about, that the scripture brings out? Or is this peace kind of this fountain of youth idea that we're always in search of it, but nobody ever finds it. But you know, if you do that fountain of youth then you stay young forever, or is it that pipe dream or is it just that myth or that tall tale that we often hear about that people share? You know, so do we have this peace that surpasses all understanding? Paul says even in Galatians five, twenty-two and twenty-three, he talks about the fruits of the Spirit. And he says it is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. He says, Against such things there is no law. So even with peace, there's nothing that can come against it when we have true peace. When we have the peace that God gives, and that is the peace that surpasses all all understanding you see everybody wants this peace of mind ever whether you have a job or whether you stay at home whether you're male or female whether you're 15 or 50 it doesn't make any difference we all want this sense of peace everyone wants this peace of mind but most of we have to admit that we experience more stress in our life than we actually do peace and sometimes it's our fault sometimes it's the world's fault sometimes all this stuff just happens So the question is, how familiar are we with stress? And for most of us, we're very familiar. We understand the stress that comes with just life. You see, stress is an unfortunate fact of life in our modern world. Everybody is under some sort of stress, whether we think it's big or somebody else thinks it's big or even our stress, some of us may think, well, that's really nothing compared to what I am going through. Nearly three thousand years ago, though Solomon penned these words from Proverbs fourteen thirty, and this actually comes from the Message translation. But it says this: it "says a sound mind makes a robust body, but a runaway emotions corrode the bones. When we let our mind run free, when we don't have the truth, when we don't understand exactly what's going on." But the Bible I think speaks of three kinds of peace that we need to understand that we need to grab onto. Then I want to give five principles this morning. So let's get started. You know what is peace? The first peace that we find through scripture that I think is kind of the foundation is a spiritual peace. And this is a peace that comes from God that we can only receive from God. Paul says in Romans 5:1. He says therefore being justified by faith we have Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, that's the foundation. That's the bottom line, if you will. That's the cornerstone of what we believe in. And if we believe that, I mean, really believe that, then we will begin to have peace. And we can't have peace unless we have God's peace. But notice what it doesn't say. It doesn't say that we should have peace. You know, it's not saying that. It is saying that we will have peace. And that makes all the difference in the world for us when we truly understand and we know we can grab hold of the truth that we will have this peace. And I hope and I pray that you have found that peace, even in these uncertain times. And there's only one way to obtain it, and that is through Jesus Christ. I mean, Jesus even said in John 14:6, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. He says, no one comes to the father, but through me. When we know that truth, that he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life, that changes everything. The second one I want you to see this morning that we find in scripture is this emotional peace. You see, we have to have peace with God, but we also have to have the peace of God. It's an emotional peace. That is where most of us think when we think about world peace. It's an inner sense of well-being and a well sense of order that's in our life. Colossians 3, 15, Paul says, Let the peace of Christ, not just any peace, he says, this peace, Christ's peace, rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. Then it says, and be thankful. This Greek word translated rule from what I've read is used only this one time in the Bible, and it kind of means to umpire or to referee. This verse says we should live at peace, the peace of God, and let him umpire our lives. So think about what an umpire and a referee do. They just kind of keep the peace. They make sure the game is played in a smooth and orderly fashion. And even though people don't quite agree with that, most of the time, at least when I'm refereeing, they want to argue it. But God wants us to see this peace. He wants us to experience this peace. God wants to give you this Internal umpire, if you will, who will keep you at peace even when everything seems to be chaotic. When everything seems to be out of control because of who God is, we are still in control. The third one I want you to see is this, is relational peace. This is a peace we have with other people. Again, Paul says in Romans twelve eighteen, he says, If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. You see, relational peace, peace with other people, reduces conflict. You must know from experience that relationships can be this source of stress. And for most of us, our biggest problem in stress in our life is from people problems. You know, getting along with your boss, your friends, your in-laws, your outlaws, your family. All those can be frustrating at times. And they can even bring stress into our life. But you see, we must deal with conflict. We must deal with this competition. We must deal with this criticism on a regular basis when we go through life. And please understand, it's those things that can rob us of peace. Rob us of that peace that surpasses all understanding. But to have true peace, we need to have this spiritual, emotional, and relational peace. But how can we find it? How can we keep it in our life? You see, this peace is a perfect peace because it comes from Jesus. It's a peace that surpasses all understanding. When it's there, when we experience it, we're not quite sure how it happened or even quite how it all came about because it surpasses our understanding. But then when we grab onto it, we realize it came from God. In John fourteen twenty seven, it says, peace I leave with you. He says, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, so do I give to you. The Amplified Version says it this way. It says, peace I leave with you, my perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Another way of saying it is, let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance. Let my peace, Jesus says, be the calming effect. But notice, too, that the peace that Jesus gives is different than what the world gives. The world's peace that it wants to give us is this peace of escape. It allows us to escape reality, to avoid trouble, to refuse to face the things that are in front of us that we have to go through. But also notice that God's peace is not related to circumstances or situations. God's peace allows us to be tranquil in the midst of trouble. So just because we have this peace and we've grabbed onto the peace that surpasses all understanding that Paul talks about, doesn't mean we're not going to face trouble, doesn't mean we're not going to have frustrations, doesn't mean we're not going to have this stress in our life, but it means that even when we're facing it, even when we're going through it, even when it all seems at a loss, it means we understand God is still in control, that God is still with us. So let me give you five keys to this perfect peace. One of the things we have to do to have this perfect peace is obey God's principles. We have to do what the scripture says. You see, God's principles are found in his word. When we look at his Bible and we read his Bible. In other words, just do what it says. Even the psalmist in Psalms one nineteen one sixty five says this. Those, you lo- those who love your law have great peace, it says. Nothing makes them stumble. God says that peace comes when we live in harmony with him. In other words, we agree with his word. We agree with what he is telling us. When we do what he tells us to do, God's word is our owner's manual that he has given to us. It contains principles for our health, for our businesses, for our relationships, for anything and everything that comes along. The Bible has that direction for us. Now, you see, we may ignore these principles, But if you do, I truly believe we will not experience the peace that God wants to give us. It's that simple. If you want peace, obey God's principles. Number two, accept God's pardon. In other words, grab on to his forgiveness. I think guilt is the number one destroyer of peace of most people. When they feel guilty, we feel we can't get out of our past and we can't let go of our past. Because we keep going back to it. But see, the only way to have a peace of mind is to accept God's pardon, to accept God's peace. Psalms 103, 12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed your transgressions from us. You see, when we give those sins to God and he forgives us, he gets them so far away from us that there's no way we should be able to bring him back. As far as the east is from the west and the deepest oceans, he throws them all there so we don't have to worry about them anymore. But so many times we dig them up. So understand, it's God's nature to forgive. In fact, he loves to forgive. Someone has said that God has this big eraser on the big white erase board that, yeah, our sins are up there, but then he erases them and they're there no more. First John 1, 9 tells us if we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. Folks, that should give us a peace. God's forgiveness is available. We need to accept his pardon. Number three, we need to focus on God's presence. You see, if we want this peace, if we want the peace that surpasses all understanding, we must focus on God's presence. We must realize, we must understand, and we have to remember that God is always with us. In fact, Isaiah 26.3 reminds us to fix our gaze upon God. He says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Folks, we have a choice. We have a choice to focus on our problems or we have a choice to focus upon God. And if we constantly focus on our problems, we're going to be distressed and we're going to be depressed. But if you look to Christ, that's where we find the rest. It's what we concentrate on that determines our level of personal peace. You see, focus in God, on God's presence. He is with us. He has promised he will never leave us nor forsake us. In fact, Psalms one says, God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. But we also have to remember what Psalms 46.10 says. It says, be still and know. Those words, be still, means to ease up, to let go. Somebody else actually said to be still means to shut up and listen. To pay attention to what's going on. That God is still in control. It has been said that most of our problems come from the inability to be still. To pause. To rest. To let kind of things happen. But no, God is in control. Number four. We have to trust God's purpose. If you want to experience God's peace, we must trust God's purpose. Even when things don't seem to make sense, we have to trust God's purpose. And I truly believe God has a purpose for each and every one of us. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. In those two verses, there are four verbs that we see. To trust, to lean not, to acknowledge, and to direct. The first three are verbs and they're commands. The fourth verb expresses a promise. He says, God will direct your paths. So we lean not on our own understanding means quit trying to figure it out for yourself. Quit trying to do all the work. Quit trying to face all the giants and all the problems and all the frustrations and all the stress that takes our peace from us. And we try to allow God to take care of it. I mean, we do it all the time, don't we? We try to take care of the problems. We try to hit them face on. We'll tackle the giants after all David did. And we were told we can do that also. But how many times do we truly lie upon God to do it? You see, we waste so much time and so much energy trying to figure those things out, but God urges us and wants us to trust him. We all face problems in our life. And so many times we may ask, why me? Why is it happening to me? And many people have said that when you stop trying to figure out the whys, it's then you start believing and trusting in God. And that's where they found peace. The last one is simply this. Ask for God's peace. I mean, when was the last time you truly went to him and asked him for the peace that surpasses all understanding? If you want that peace, you have to ask for it. In fact, the Bible says in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. But notice the order it comes. First prayer, then peace. There's a cause and effect relationship here. Prayer is the cause. Peace is the effect. You see, if you're not praying, you're likely more than likely worrying. And worry is a useless emotion. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. And Jesus indicated this in Luke 8, 14, where he talks about the seed that was thrown among thorns, where it says it grew up because it heard everything, but it was choked away with worries and riches and pleasures of this life. And it brings no fruit to maturity. So if you start to worry, pray. When pressure builds up, don't panic. Pray. You see, prayer is this wonderful stress reliever. It's kind of the safety valve that we have, that when we have all this stress and all this frustration and all these things happening and we're about ready to blow, if we'll just remember to stop and be still and pray, it's like a little valve that we have, release valve, that once we start to pray, it's almost like, and all the things start to go away. Now, they're not gone, but we realize and remember God is here and then we can face them. We can go about our day and do what we need to do because God is with us. And remember, prayer is just simply talking with God. It's telling Him what's on your mind, what's troubling you. So let me ask you as I close this morning what's robbing you of that peace today? All we have to do is ask Him to meet our needs. Is it guilt? Turn to God for forgiveness. Is it worry? Is it frustration? Is it anger? Is it uncertainty? You see, you can talk to Christ about all these things that happen. And once we do, we will feel better for having done so. And perhaps, best of all, he can do something about them. Folks, put it in God's hands and see what happens. Take care and God bless.